Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, yo, you know what it is, man. Welcome back to Live with your host, Jay Ford, a.k.a. The Capo, as well as the DOC, a.k.a. Latouris, a.k.a. The Big Dog, a.k.a. The Big Fish. What's going on with you, bro? Hey, Earl Spence is the Big Fish. I'm just a fan. Oh, man. Sitting yeah, here, gonna, happy to be back in the house of Jason one more time. We're going to definitely talk about that punishment he uh, dished out this weekend. Uh, thanks to all the fans who are tuning in this week, as always, for your continued support. Also, big ups to our sponsors, Conceited Nobody Says Boxing Academy. Academy, as well as Nutrition Plus. Please check them out for all of your fitness needs. And if you want to itch the brain and kind of laugh and, and think at the same time, be sure to check out the Conceited Nobody, which airs on Tuesday nights on any of your various podcast platforms. Tonight, we will talk about the Spence You Guys fight, as well as this week's headlines in the sport. Um, in terms of the upcoming action, of course, we got Tyson Fury, Dylan White coming up this weekend. But first and foremost, you got anything to add, Big Dog, before we head into the history segment? Uh, no, nah, man, just happy to talk about this game that we love, man. Shout out to uh, we got any, we ain't got no local shit. All right, go yeah, ahead, go yep, ahead. I'll yep, talk yep, about yeah, it. We got local. Today in this day in boxing history, fans, instead of breaking down one particular fighter and or one particular fight, um, we are just going to highlight some birthdays happening today. Uh, we're going to start with the elders first, if you will. Um, happy birthday to Billy Spider Kelly, who was born this day in 1932 in Derry, Northern Ireland. He had a uh, very storied career. Um, of course, again, to keep it brief, I didn't put too much on there. But all of these gentlemen that I'm a uh, talk about tonight um, all have story careers, if you will, for various reasons, whether they're championships or otherwise other major moments you right remember. Um, also, big ups to Al Cole, the former champ. He was born this day in Atlantic City, 1964. Um, another good guy, man. He does a lot of things in the community right now, still out there in the New Jersey and Atlantic City area. Um, and then also, last but not least, we got the Atomic Bull out of Chi-Town, born 1965 on this day. And I'm talking about none other than Oliver McCall. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I knew that was like, that's, and I hate, when I thought about it, I said, man, oh, out of shit. all the fights he's had and all the things he's done in his career, I hate that that's the first memory I got. It Like, the first thing that's is just, just thinking of him in, the, in that sense, in that corner, doing that. I think that's everybody's, whether it's fair or unfair, but shout out to him on his birthday. We won't dwell on that. Absolutely. Absolutely not, man. Big ups to all those men. Um, moving on to the local or regional action. <laughs> of course, man, uh, we've got Golden Gloves still steady rocking. Um, this is the, I believe, the third week. It is. Yeah, I believe this is the third week, man, um, of Golden Gloves. Everybody's trying to get to those May 12th dates in terms of the championships. <laughs> uh, we've got a couple interesting matchups happening tonight uh we've got anthony perry out of the crystal moore house taking on Derek chumley at 125 pounds we've got moses velasquez out of ibg 
taking on Adrian Mendoza. And then we've got one that I really found interesting. Of course, fans, I'm just picking a few fights out of the 17-bout card that is taking place tonight at the Tyndall Armory. Uh, we've got Ronnie Kino and David Sanchez. And these are both says Boxing Academy fighters happen to fight each other. Really? Yeah, so my question to you is, we see it sometimes in boxing in terms of stable mates fighting each other or, or guys familiar with each other in terms of being sparring partners or been in camp plenty of times together, whatever. Um, thinking on an amateur level, though, where some of the professional wrinkles aren't there in terms of maturity and just how to handle fight the fight game, if you will, uh, do you think this plays into these young athletes' psyche at all because they're so <clears throat> familiar with each other and they're fighting out of the same gym? I believe so. And the reason why I say this because we've seen this most recently. A few years ago with Curtis and, uh, and uh, Malcolm. And we've seen those two guys who grew up in the same gyms uh, split up a little bit later. But you know that the seed was planted of the rival between them while they were in the same gym. And this could possibly be something along those same lines. Yeah, very good point. I didn't think of it from that regard. Um, I guess I was just kind of on the other thing. It's almost, is one of them going to have a little mercy that they might not have had against somebody that they didn't know? I guess that's kind of where I was. My thought process of it was, does somebody take it easy a little bit? Not that each of these guys don't want to win and advance in Golden Gloves, um, but I just thought that was kind of no, because you got you got a, you got a great wrinkle. point. You got a great point, yeah. You go, that's when you find out who's the dog. Yep. And this makes me huh. think of on good, a professional label. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, professional <clears throat> level. When we had the Super Six tournament back in the Showtime, Darrell uh, didn't want none of that war smoke. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They yep. was they was buddies and shit from the Olympics and amateurs. But when it came up to that air, to that level, war was willing to go to war. And Darrell uh, hurt his toe. Yeah. Right. Yeah, good good point, man. Good point. So, again, fans, if you're here locally, um, excellent bouts tonight. Um, even if you feel like you can't get in now, man, it's 17 fights. And although these are amateur fights, it's still a card that's going to last a little bit. So, yeah. if you can't get in this week, make sure you get in next week. Um, or, or just check out the event before it's over, man, because I guarantee you won't be disappointed. Very fan-friendly at the Tyndall Armory in terms of the seating. Not a bad seat in the house. If you're sitting on the floor, cool. But if you're upstairs, I, I really feel like that's the place to be because you kind of look down on the ring and you get to uh, take in all the action versus certain part of the ring action, whether it's on the side you own or whatever the case may be. I so, definitely agree with that, man. It's a great place to watch a fight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So good luck to all those young gladiators out there uh, doing their thing in the ring tonight and all those trainers and and uh, co-trainers and, man, everybody out there that's that's part of this Golden Gloves mission, uh, salute. Uh, moving on along, we've had a fight announcement come up this week. Um, I haven't had a chance to really take a look in terms of the Indiana Boxing Commission, but it was announced. This was via social media, of course. Um, Hands of Stone is the name of the card. This card will feature Rashi Elmore, Derek Coleman, or is set to feature Rashi Elmore, Derek Coleman, a mind driver who I'm not familiar with at all, um, among a host of others. This will take place at the Jewel Event Center on May 14th. Uh, for more information and for information on tickets, which I believe start at general mission of $40, um, you can reach out to this promotional team at 317 847 
5324. Although I didn't see the name on the flyer, I'm assuming it's Chin Check or, you know, one of those affiliates just because of some of the fighters that are mm. on the card. Um, I just thought it was interesting to be two weeks out almost roughly from the uh, show date, you know what I'm saying, that you're starting to promote. So it'll just be interesting to see, you know, kind of what happens uh, with the card. What strikes me out about this is um, it's the week before Willie's show is supposed to go. So, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but this is what's wrong with Indianapolis boxing. Promotional companies are promoting against each other. Like, for one... And no disrespect for the people you name, but these they don't even have local fan bases. Right. Where these aren't proven fighters and stuff who, as far as I know, uh, we have had the COVID thing or whatever. But why would you run a promotion in Indianapolis a week before? I'm not, I don't know who had their dates first. Yeah. This did just seemingly pop up, but who am I? I'm not as right, active right. on social media as I used to be. So I don't know the ins and outs, but you would like to think that if you're going to get something, get them a month apart. Yeah, give fans a ton, enough time to digest. Nobody wants to spend this money back to back, back to back to back I like that. You got to maximize your earnings. Even on top of that, you got Golden Gloves. The championships round starts May twelfth. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the local local boxing fan, the paying fan, right? He's gonna have decisions to make. You know what I'm saying? If if these events. Um, happen to take place at the timing that they are scheduled to. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but again, good luck to any of those fighters who are taking place Definitely. on the card. Shout out to I the did fighters. not see Salito in action, so I don't know if that's he's too dangerous of an opponent as he you know continues to build his record and whatnot and that oddity of a weight, if you will, that weight class. Mm. Um, but we'll see what happens as things start to shake out. Moving on along to some national news, man. We would be. Silly, if I can say that. Uh, not to start off with the Spence Ugas bout um, in the welterweight unification fight down in Texas this past weekend, pay per view event. Um, I believe they said the live crowd was about forty plus thousand or so, which is that's a damn good, damn good live gate. Um, and um, Spence, I think I said eight or nine went ten. But damn, man, he looked kind of back to that machine work, and I and I, I know, said ten, man. Oh, you said ten exactly? <laughs> nope. Okay, I about to say nope. I knew I said I, like oh, eight or nine. Oh, or I so. definitely, you know what? I about to lie for no reason. I said eight, nine, or ten. Yeah. I did say eight, yeah, nine. Yeah, I think 10. we was yeah, both yeah, in yeah. that same range, man. But to see, and, and and I know this young man's not too old, but it looked like the old Spence. And what I mean by that is kind of what. Brought Spence on the map, the fight with with Kell Brook, and and I'm not saying these opponents are are the same or similar even in any regard other than what Spence put together in those particular bouts. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys' orbital ended up fractured or broken, and then mm-hmm. Kell Brooks was fractured or broken. So anybody who's thinking that Spence can't get to a new level or can't get back to where he was prior to that accident, I I think he answered any of those questions. Any of those looming questions about his ability moving forward, even though this was you guys. I, I, I understand this, fans, and I'm not saying this like he went out and just conquered the world, but in the manner in which he fought, I thought it was impressive. 
you guys was first. So I don't want to denigrate or disrespect you guys by saying it's you guys. Right. You guys. I mean, never, that's, that's true. You guys that's have true. never very, been beaten up like this. That's very true. His loss has been close and controversial. Um, he was riding off the momentum of beating. Albeit an older Pacquiao, he still beat Pacquiao. He was a fresher fighter as far as activity, recent activity. He had a lot of momentum coming into this. Uh, Earl Spence just showed that there clearly are levels in this boxing game. To your point, I think this is the best Earl Spence that I've seen since the Lamont Peterson fight. Um, what impressed me more than anything was his stamina and his work rate. Yeah. Uh, and his relentlessness. He threw 110 punches in the eighth round. Was that how many was it? 110 punches in the eighth round, and that was his highest output. Your highest yeah. output, Smith traditionally gets stronger later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like to do a little thing where I go look at punch stats. You know what I'm saying? And like I'm like, why was he throwing so many punches? And it was to break this person down. Yeah. You guys came in with the high guard, so Spence yeah. had to hit wherever. And, and he knew that yeah. uh, you guys wasn't the type of person to have a high work rate. And he knew that he was a faster puncher. So even when you guys coming back, he knew he was going to get at least three to four to one. Right. And he didn't really respect what was coming back. No. So that's even, what I noticed. Yeah. You seen later in the rounds where you guys had like, it may have been the round before he got stopped, but he had like Spence like five times to the uh, belly. Mm-hmm. Some good body shots. Mm-hmm. But Spence was so dialed in. It was that's, almost yeah. like, help me find Sarah Connor. I'm kill everybody in here. <laughs> he was a Terminator. He was a Terminator, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and, I, and I'm going to take that last term And put a little something on it He looked determined Definitely To get him out of there Definitely Like and I don't I don't know if he had a round in his head Or whatever But he looked determined I, I would say after about that fifth round or so He looked just Like you saying So dialed in and focused Like there was no way this fight was going to go the distance um, And to the other points you made Man, you guys took you guys took punishment in this fight. Um and I know Yeah, I know some might say, you know, you stop I I think the stoppage was on time in terms of allowing things, you know, somebody could say, Man, it could have been stopped earlier, corner should have stopped it. I mean the those trainers know their fighter. And um again, no no slight to you guys. Um definitely he he tried. You know what I mean? He he definitely tried. It's not like he ran in that fight. He just didn't have that firepower um, to match back. It kind of take me to that Roger Mayweather quote, man. He, he needed two guns. <laughs> <laughs> them, fuck them two gloves. He needed two guns. I yeah. think they should have stopped at least around earlier. You think and, so? And it's all like, well, I'm sitting here, but I'm <clears> looking like, the reason why I say that because his eye was damaged, and right. I could see that. Much. I could see it getting marked up in like round four. Like I seen a little uh, ooh wee getting puff, real puffy quick. It, yeah, it was the upper right, the upper right uh, side of his eye. So I was looking. I'm like, damn, he getting marked up. Then it's like they said, the uppercut caused the, uh, the damage, the damage, damage. And the reason why I say that I would have stopped it earlier because you want to prevent that injury from becoming worse right and that's all that was going once it was over he didn't have that he was still punching he still had but it was over. but you could see the fight just being beat out of him and you when you see one person going down and one person getting stronger and stronger you want to think about the future no that's that's true i can respect that and 
again, um, tactical. Definitely. Spence was tactical. Um, moving forward, not to go too, too much into it. Real quick, can I say this? You guys were very, 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 very gracious in defeat. Very gracious. He um, he came and congratulated Earl during the post-fight interview. Because the reason why I make note is because we always see people who complain or make excuses if they lose. They lost, I never right. see nobody just lose up and down fair and square. So he came, he congratulated when he was having his uh, post-fight interview with Jim Gray. When he was in the hospital, he thanked the fans. He uh was very great to say he was glad to have the opportunity, and then he just spoke highly of Earl after, and it wasn't like I'm I'm a sucker, nothing. Right, it's like he just respect. He, you guys is like he respects the trajectory he's been on. He he huh. he done had a career and stuff that most people would dream of. Right, he's fought as he mentioned Bud and amateurs. Yeah. He fought Earl, Sean Porter, Manny Pacquiao. He's been a champion. Yeah. And he came from nothing. He was yeah. unemployed at one time, living with people. And so, he's a person who who's not. It's not all lost on him. He sees everything in my mind as a blessing. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? So he's no, just grateful, man. So it's easy to respect and cheer for people like that. In this particular context, I cheer and I hope that he recovers from his injury. You know what I'm saying? And not to say go on and fight because I don't know if that. But if that's what he want to do, do. Yeah. he deserves another fight. So yeah. No, I think that's an excellent point. And before we leave this Spence topic, and I know it's going to come up again, but I do want to just talk about it. Was there anything that you saw in this performance from Spence that gives you any kind of different opinion, possibly on a Spence-Crawford matchup, like how it may go or what he like – are they, are, are they so different in Not opponent and everything that it that Not this performance doesn't Not matter in terms of that next fight? Back when Spence and uh, Bud was arguing playfully, when they were talking about fighting back in the day where they showed that old clip from time to time, right. I said back then that Bud was too little for Spence. I said back then he was too little, he get hit too much, he too willing to engage. Um, I'll be the first person to say it. I, I might, and I, I hate to say it because I like him, but I might be a Bud hater. Cause I had picked against Bud in a few fights where, I, or I thought he wasn't gonna do that good. But the only thing that I know for sure in my mind is that Spence won't throw a hundred punches in no rounds against Bud. Hmm. He will be more respectful with coming yeah. back. But that work rate, that determination, that grit, Bud ain't gonna be able to keep up with that. And then he can't. He came. He not gonna make Spence go back. Bud, now he don't punch enough. To make Spence get on that back foot, which is Spence have a weakness if he has one. If I have to search, it's it's and that's and he fights good on the back foot. We say that it's Porter, Porter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But not big enough to to beat Spence. I think you're gonna have to be just as aggressive as him with a similar work rate. And Bud is why the. Fantastic puncher. He uh, they say he adjusts his main adjustment is to go on southpaw. I don't know how good that'll be in this fight right here. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) that damn I ain't even think about that. Sometimes that is his best tool. I'll go on record. I'll go and say this is record now, and I will bet this. I wouldn't even just bet for Spence to win. Spence to stop Bud. I would bet on the stoppage because Bud he he too willing to engage, and we've seen him. I don't see him get clipped by lesser punches. You know what I'm saying? Your Gamboa, uh, yep. Kavanaskis, whatever his name is. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Porter was beating some people before he came up and stopped him. I mean, that's he, he has that equalizer. But I don't, and, and Spence is my favorite fighter. I go on record to say that. But I don't see how Bud can beat Spence. If Bud beat him, I'd be pleasantly surprised. But I, I just can't it. see it, man. I don't see it. I don't like this though. I don't like how a lot of people just jumped on the Spence bandwagon after this fight and Bud took notice of it. He said, Y'all, y'all choosing y'all, y'all flip y'all side, y'all stay right over now, there. Yeah. He said, Y'all stay where y'all at. So if he wins, it's gonna be a lot of people, as they say, eating crow. <laughs> <laughs> a whole bunch of it. Yeah. Uh man, on the flip side, man, uh reported by TMZ, Mike Tyson involved in a little airline scruffle ruffle. We please today. Uh I watched some of the clips. I didn't. I couldn't really even make out like what they showed in terms of whatever the so-called altercation was. But the shit I seen, that would get on somebody worth thirty-five dollars, let alone a hundred and something million. You know what I mean? The yeah. dude just was kind of nerve-wracking, man. And almost, it almost looked to me like a setup. I hate to say it, like like a motherfucker like damn there go Tyson let About me go paid. try and get paid. Yeah, I mean cuz it looked like he literally was like, man, I'm gonna do everything to, to get punched. Yeah, something to get punched, man. Um <laughs> did you first of all did you see this I haven't story? Seen, I I seen the story. I haven't seen the uh, actual footage. I just heard that Mike Tyson was welling on him. Man, it's a good thing it was no clean like room for him to get yeah. off. You know what I mean? Man, he'd have shattered that man whole life. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me, I just hate to see people getting under Mike's skin like that. Yeah. In the place that he's in and I, the place that he's come from. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the story of Mike. We've talked about this a lot. Um, and, and regardless to some of the antics and shit, I'm still a fan of, of watching the evolution yeah. of Mike, and that ain't to say we all got something. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. I hated to see this man. He was on his way, and I, I think he still went to do the little cannabis uh, industry speaking he was doing and whatnot, man. Yeah. But it, it was a straight payday for me, is what I thought, man. And it's just sad, and really, one of the fans gonna fuck around and, and get really hurt one day fucking with some of these fighters or some of these people and their securities um, being silly, trying to, you know I don't like that shit, shit though, cause it's not even just like it's, cause I'm looking at it now, man uh, dude seems like he got mental health issues so you think that might, I, didn't I mean, about, I mean I, I'm I saying that, maybe he was just drunk like super duper drunk Yeah, like that fucking drunk 
Yeah. You know, like, come on, dude. Like, and even after, he's st- he, because it has to be his buddy recording. Yeah. It has to be. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's some kind of quote unquote famous TikToker. Somebody uh-huh, who they because yeah. they do this shit, man. I'm telling you, man. And I tell people all the time. I don't understand this generation where they do this prank and shit. Like you just randomly in the store fucking with people. Like life is not going on for people. You right. got you can't be out here playing with people. And I hate this. And then Mike Tyson, he uh, he didn't do shit wrong. No, I he don't think do he shit did wrong. Though, and so I, I mean, you have a right. I don't care how much money or what people think or yeah. He's a former champ of the world. He shouldn't punch nobody, man. Please. Some, was that some of the comments? Uh, some of them was. Like, yeah. you know, he just shouldn't be, like, he should be, he, almost as if he should be better than. It was kind of the overall underlining theme, if you will. You know what I mean? I asked him, historically, have you ever seen me better than? Man. <laughs> have you ever seen me act like I had since? And, and what does better mean? When somebody is demeaning you, just sit there and take shit. it. Like, you, you, that, that don't make that's like bad. telling a like, woman you got a big butt. Man. You should be you should be okay with him. <laughs> Come over there, sticking his ling 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 in you. Take it. You have a, you, you can take your butt is big enough. But the thing is, like people forget that you dealing with human beings. Don't look at me as Mike Tyson, a boxer, a celebrity. Look at me as my a man on the airplane who has a who has a fucking destination that he's trying to get to. Right. Don't come fucking with me. It's it's, it's weird, and I actually think that that person should be uh, arrested. Because mm. he because that's that's listen for one. I don't know where you can be playing like this. He's a horse playing on airplanes. Now that's true. Especially that's the nowadays. shit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, it's it's the shit could all be a hoax to me. Because yeah. if you were in that vicinity of Mike Tyson, and ain't nobody going and ain't to jail. Nobody st- yeah, and not so, only that, there was no no semen to be buffers even when yeah. it started to get escalated. Yeah. Now that you say that, it makes me think that like yeah. there was no buffers. Yeah. At the start, and that's Mike Tyson. Like, yeah. shit. And, and you just get a little scratch on the side of your head. Yeah. Uh, with, with, with gloves on, you guys got worse. Well, that's why I said it. Was, he was luckiest in them seats. Mike Tyson probably Mike tore t- his knuckles hitting all them damn low ass seats. Uh, see, that's how come I don't know if it's real though. Because Mike Tyson right. a bitter motherfucker. Nah, you want you? He gonna get you? Some, yeah, about yeah. some anger and shit. Yeah, 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 about flipping out on anger. Yeah. Dude, you're right. You're, damn, you bring us. You bring up good history points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker pedigree, damn it. See, the pedigree say he would have got him like way worse right, than scratch. Right. You're right. Shit, you're right. Oh man, we'll see how that unfolds, man. But I definitely wanted to talk about it just because it's It's definitely newsworthy. You know, it's newsworthy. We do have a card coming up tonight on the zone. Joel Diaz Jr. taking on Maricito. Who? Joel Diaz Jr. Mm -hmm. For real? I think. um, Is Dog back? No, maybe Dog is on another one. He is ESPN fighter anyway. Okay, so he's somewhere. I seen his name on a card somewhere. He's he's fighting here soon. But anyway, Joel Diaz has that card tonight on the zone. Um, happened at the Fantasy Springs. Um, that is tonight. Um, I don't know much about his opponent, and I was thinking predictions, but really, I'm just hoping for a good fight. Um, in terms of something to watch, I do think what I did want to ask you is how do you feel about some of these. I don't. Need, I hate to call it an off card. I guess I say on an off night. You know, what I mean, I know Thursday's heading into the weekend, but what are your thoughts on like nine weekend cards? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is it's it's different because now for one, we grew up on Tuesday night fights, and then later Friday night fights. So if it's a running thing, 
where it's good prospects, I think it's an okay thing. But we seen other uh, we, well, PBC was trying to do it with uh, just weird off brand channels and shit. Yeah, and then they was doing yeah. it on Sundays or wasn't it Sundays or something like yeah. that? I'm not. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, and that's just because it's like. I wouldn't, but it's something that could grow on you. Cause I wasn't a fan of Thursday night football at first. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So if the NFL was doing football on Wednesday, they would right. strike me as odd. You know what I'm saying? Or if high school bo- football was on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, we traditionally have days for the sports that we are, are fans of, and this is a non-traditional day. But uh, these two fighters themselves, I, they, I don't, I don't want to see them fight. The, the what they. Joe Diaz Jr. This is, this is the old boy's son, the trainer who trained uh, Tim uh, Tim Bradley. I don't I don't know. I never even thought, man. I don't even know. Like I wonder if that's his. Uh, I mean, it's all is a junior. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's from Cali too, but that is it. Uh, Diaz. What's your name? Diaz. <laughs> That that is his father though. His that's his son. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. So that's the cool yeah. thing right there though. But I'm I don't want to see this shit. So that's still the way you want to do. Not at all. Shit. Yeah, I just think it's it's too easily missed. You know what I mean? Especially if you even if you did a reoccurring, you really gonna get killed on your on your football season. It's a great the way to highlight a young talent though. Like if you got I a mean, young I stable. Yeah. I, I mean. I just wouldn't want to, if I'm doing it all year, it's too much of a chunk. I, I'm going to lose ratings just because of the football. They could it what football? On Thursdays. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, season. I see what you're saying. Yeah, saying. I definitely see, yeah, I definitely see but, what you're saying. But, I mean, if you space your cards out right, who knows? But I, I'm yeah. just saying, for me, I just think it, it skips my mind too definitely. easily when it's all on them off nights. And, and, unless it's something super quality, like where you like, damn, I can't believe they fighting on – the X, Y, and Z night. Right. Anyway, um, it is a card for you fans to check out if you choose to do so this evening. Coming up on pay-per-view, April 23rd, we've got Tyson Fury facing Dylan White. Uh, we actually have had some live coverage of the two in the same place for some face-offs here recently as Dylan White was vacant early on doing a little posturing or whatever, if you will, in terms of not showing up for some of the engagements. Um, with that being said, some of the shit looked very playful to me. It didn't look too much like heavyweights would. That's even mad about you know what I mean enough to fight each other damn near. Like I damn near felt like damn are they friends or are they fighting? You know what I mean. Um, I do think Tyson Fury in this particular bout will control the bout fairly easily. Um, I just don't know if he'll stop him. I'm not saying he's not capable of it. I just don't know if he will. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe I'll feel a little different tomorrow, but today I damn near feel like this fight could go the distance. Like, just thinking on it right now as we speak. Um, I can see it being a lot of clinching. You know what I'm saying? I can I can see it being not superior fan-friendly, depending mm-hmm. on how Tyson Fury reacts to what Dylan White may try to do to get inside and kind of make the fight a rougher fight if you will or an ugly fight uh, what, what do you think uh, I don't know I, <laughs> I really I don't know I mean Dylan White 
First off, Dylan White's a big heavyweight. He's five inches shorter than Fury, but I'm talking about bulk wise. Mm-hmm. So Fury won't be able to bully him like he was Deontay Wilder. I think Fury going to do a lot more boxing this time instead of trying to impose himself just as the big, bigger fighter. But I'm going to tell you, man, I'm not interested in this shit at all. I don't think I'm not interested. I, it, Outside of those up. on that side of the globe. And it's a pay per view fight here. Yeah. And I don't know who the fuck gonna buy that here. Yeah. I don't know who. Because if I'm not mistaken, the live gates already done close to 100,000. Now that's something that's if, gonna if go crazy over yeah, here. If yeah. it hasn't done 100 already. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I think it's a fight for that region. Um, and I think sometimes. We get lost in how big those numbers can just be if you just control your region. Right. Um, and I think sometimes we talk about it in terms of the pay-per-view stars of the United States or lack thereof. But I think it's because they don't necessarily control that national region yet or even half of that national region sometimes when they come out and fight. Um, do you think that's because some of the fans now – there's a lot. There's a lack of majority of knowledgeable fans. Do you think there are more novelty fans than yeah, knowledgeable fans? No, here, here yeah, in the no, United I States. Think uh, I think that's fans in general. Okay. I think even for them that like gays like that, I think it's just the thing to do. You know right. what I'm saying? Like where you don't even really. It's like somebody walk around with a Shea Guevara shirt on. Or Jimi Hendrix or Bob Marley, they've never right. really listened or they don't know the politics behind what they're doing. It's just a fashionable thing to do. Go get drunk, let's sing let's these go. fucking songs, right. we'll go watch some motherfuckers <laughs> beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> they ain't got too much shit to do over there. They're not engrossed in football, baseball, and basketball, so they ain't got shit to do. Well, you, hey, you made that shit sound so simple <laughs> just to make me dinner feel like they was caveman off or something. But, I mean, you're, you're right, though. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's truly that simple. You know what I'm saying? Of a good time. And I, I guess sometimes as a boxing fan, I get wrapped up in so many of the boxing layers that I forget some people are out there just for the entertainment yeah, segment like, of I it. Mean, you know? Once you see the action, you get... And what I mean by that, I'm not saying like they're not enjoying the fights. Right. But they're right. not like us. It's like women. It's like yeah. when women go to fights and shit, they go because it's a social event, it's a social gathering. But once they get there, they start paying attention and they start right. liking it a lot. So... It's it's good because it draw over there draw the casual fan, and that's yeah. what you want to attract yeah. to the fuck. You want you don't give a fuck about me, you, and people sitting out talking about boxing and shit because we are and yeah. we're already there or participating yeah. on whatever level yeah. we're gonna give anyway, right? Yeah. And we're gonna be too focused and go buy every goddamn thing they got. And, we, we don't want to prove we don't want to prove we're yeah. in the fight. <laughs> nah, man, and very good point, and that's and that's probably part of the marketing is getting the lesser. Attached fan, if you will, right. and, and making them become attached because that's part of buying the T-shirt and buying the banner and the fight poster, man. Damn, very, very good point. Very good point. Um, is there anything else you can think, man, that was on the mix? Where in the fuck is... I wonder what Jared Anderson, big baby. And I asked that because he wasn't in Fury's camp and he usually one of Fury's sparring partners. Do you think he still kind of has the uh, the cloud around him, if you will? What you mean? Oh, no, you're talking about... Uh, I ain't talking about the druggie. The druggie you, was there. You're talking about uh, 
The young one. Yeah. The young gun. Yeah. He because he's a top ranked fighter. Why would he be on this card? Right. That shit, that's one that I, I wonder that. Right. But yeah, I no, I ain't really got nothing else. Oh, you know what? Damn, there go me and my. He just pulled out last month. He actually was on that card, but he yeah, injured himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what injury he had though, because he, yeah, yeah. He said it's a minor setback, okay. but well, cool. But probably something just enough to not make you feel right to yeah take on the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is smart. So Definitely. that lets you know he's thinking ahead, not not feeling like he has to do something for the moment. Definitely. Um. Yeah, damn, I don't know why I feel like it's something else that I saw on the radar, but I might have missed. Did we talk about BoxRec? Aren't they getting sued? BoxRec? Yeah. Is that true? Uh, What would they be getting sued for? I want to say maybe that's what I had heard, and that was meaning to look into. That might be something I need to dig into uh, for next week. But I want to say, yeah, it was BoxRec or somebody. And then the... um, there was some some other company, management company or something, had to fold because they tried to say one dude was part of some some crime family. He said he said he damn near a Gambino or a Lucchese family. <laughs> shit, they shut his shit down. Uh, man, so I need to dig. It's a couple of interesting. Box stories. Red getting sued along with the ABC and alleged working like crime figures. That's what I uh, see. Yeah, see, I need to do my whole. I knew it's. Yeah. I need to piece that piece together because uh, yeah. there's some layers to that story. Mm. Um, and again, it's many things that we talk about all the time. How boxing has those different rooms, yeah. where the only thing that needs to qualify you is you to be able to get in that motherfucker, whether that be through money, yeah, yeah, or be through muscle, um, whatever it is, you can get in the boxing, and, and that's the cool part and the scary part, Super. I guess. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. At the same time, uh, but definitely, fans, that'll be a story we're going to look into and, and kind of watch that wave. Because um, I believe it sort of surfaced last week in the headlines, but everything was still kind of murky in, in terms of facts. Right. Um, so hopefully next week we'll have a little more concrete evidence of some things. And, of course, we'll do our own investigating digging into the figures that are named because um, that's something we can do. Um, but I think it's a very interesting story, again, and, and box wreck is something that a lot of fans promote. I mean, a lot of people use box work just for those record purposes. So. Yeah, I definitely know I do. So I, 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 I go in there because you can just look at a professional record and amateur record. Yep. You know that? Yep. Yeah, box work is a good resource. Box, box work is an excellent with resource. shitty ranking. Excellent resource. Excellent tool for promoters because once that information is out there, yep. you got a card, you start getting calls and. Uh, so, thanks again, fans, for those who have tuned in tonight. Um, we appreciate the continued support. Also, big ups to our sponsors, Conceited Nobody, Says Boxing Academy, as well as Nutrition Plus. Please be sure to tune in next week as we are supposed to have a surprise guest. I've, I've been working on her for a minute, and we're going to see if I get her in or get her on, rather. Uh, so, I, I'm going to hold it under my hat until it becomes official and you'll see it posted in terms of on the Facebook page and otherwise. Um, But again, thank you fans for tuning in. Be sure to send in any of your questions or comments to our page. We will holler next week. Let me say this real quick. Yep, go ahead. Fuck fuck Showtime. Showtime, I had posted Earl Spence post-interview on our page after the fight. 
And they got mad They immediately shut that shit down <laughs> Listen It yeah. wasn't just they shut that shit down I wasn't allowed to use my messenger on Facebook For three days after that <laughs> They got me up out of there Hey listen for, Hey for a three minute clip And I paid for the fucking fight Oh shit I watched so you say fight. shit I, I own that don't I, 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 I own, own that it, to some I degree I own this right <laughs> But yeah Man that's what's up man Hey you gotta love how big dogs watch everything now man. With this social media They they try and get every little crumb of man. information Everywhere about uh, but this is Standing A Live. Thanks again for tuning in. Be sure to holler at us next week. Peace. <laughs>